Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. Um, I just wanted to give a quick apology for any uh, sound issues you may encounter from 30 minutes onwards. Um, we're trialling a new studio at the moment and we just run into a few technical issues. So hopefully they will be rectified by next week and you'll get perfect audio quality. Um, I hope you still are able to enjoy the pod. I mean, you should do because if you've been with us since the Skype days, this is nothing. This is a drop in the ocean compared to what we used to deal with. So yeah, guys, enjoy the pod. Uh, use the hashtag and do everything that I ask of you in the intro. Thank you. Hello, welcome to another Touchdown Frackers podcast. My name is Lewis. Uh, I'm joined by... Uh, we got Shemi. How you doing, Shemi? How you doing, bro? Hey, this man's new for a while. Yeah, man, it's been a minute, but yeah, man, yeah, good to see, you, bro. Yeah, you, 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 you've got older. How? I don't know, man. You're still young in the face, but mm-hmm. you, you've got a little bit older in in person. I, you know. I'll take it as a compliment. And then, um, I don't know what it means. Well, another soul that I ain't seen for a long time. We got, we got Timmy, well, man. I saw you that whole month, bro. When? This guy loves a lie. Bro. I saw you that the last time I saw you, you were doing trumpet noises in uh, in, uh, in where in in, in uh, where did we go? We was in Hackney, no? Yeah, near Box Park. What? For who? Uh, what's that? Dirty Bones. Oh, yeah, bro. I where saw you, you were, since then, bro. you were drunk, man. When, man, when I saw this you in the This guy is the worst drunk. Oh, allow it, Lewis, man. This guy's chatting shit already. Okay, I'm here. Hello. Nice to, nice to doing, see Tim? everyone again. Go to the next guy because Lewis is chatting. Dude. Timmy. Timmy. A-side Timmy, yeah? No, no, no. Okay, we're not going to do that either, bro. His name is Temmy, bro. Don't I heard he's the A-side of the family. Temmy. Introduce yourself properly. So he's been swindling Chelsea out for like the past year, bro. Because I've been going bro, by Timson. Timson. Just call him, bro, a man can't be stealing my name, bro. Honestly. Timson, how you doing, man? Thank you. I'm very good, bro. You, you speak a little bit more into the mic because you're, you're a very softly spoken man. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, the, the mic needs to, to pick you up. My apologies. I'll move a bit closer. Yeah, that's fine, man. That's fine. Good. Yeah, yeah, I think you're sounding fine. The engineer will tell us. We're all good. We're all good. Anyway, um, listen. Before we start, let's do a bit of housekeeping. Uh, hashtag usage, please. Touchdown fracas. Use it whilst you're listening, doing your laundry, whatever you're doing, use the hashtag, mm. right? It's very important. Um, subscribe to our YouTube. All the podcasts will go on YouTube, so you can um, hit the subscribe button with all of that as well. If you're watching it as well, make sure you give us a like as well, because it helps with all the algorithms and all that stuff. Then we've got all the club patrons as well. You know, mugger, how's the mugger patron going? You, you guys We just good? recorded two pieces of content today, yeah? still. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Eating good? Trying, bro. Trying. I ain't seen no bread yet because yeah, yeah. a couple guys, they'll listen to the podcast, but they won't sign up to the patron. Ah, like. They're doing that, man dirty, fam. Like rent, rent is nearly due, so. Yeah, I hear that, I hear that. What about, what about you, Chessy Hour, guys? I just fist up down on the last patron still. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I was just going good. I was just going good. We yeah. one literally on. What, when... what was the latest bit of content on the Chelsea Hour Patreon? Me versus Dan about Mason Mount. About Mason Mount. Interesting. Oh yeah. Interesting. Oh, so they got like a pub watch kind of thing going on. We got on the um, we, got, we got the Saturday show that will start up again once the season starts. We yeah. Put it on hold because um, everything would have just been Eurocentric content. Um, so we wanted to just give it a break. Mm. So we talk about all things football. So we talk about. Um, nepotism in football, racism in football, 
um, political messages like um, this is on the Chelsea Hour one? Huh? yeah this is on the so we have like a Saturday wow, Chelsea Hour is that diverse exclusive to the Patreon so um, that's one I might even sign up to that bro you know what I mean no, hey we need to step our game up you know everyone <laughs> personally I, I think we just do post-match reviews <laughs> <and> <laughs> I think Chelsea Hour matches the most work. I can't lie. Hey, Chelsea Chelsea Hour doesn't. I can't lie. I think they match the most work. They they match serious work. Bit jarring on the Twitter account and that, but they 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 be matching their work. So I respect it still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen. What a great advert that was for the patrons. A great advert. So uh, get signed up if you haven't. You know, we work very hard as a podcast network. Show some support. And um, if you enjoy the content, why not pay that extra little three pound, five pound a month, whatever it is, to support all the guys and all the hard work that people do. Anyway. Timson, you mentioned the Euros. We have to talk about the Euros final. It seems like a, a, an absolute age away now, but it was only last week. Um, have you had time to fully recover from the fallout of, of the Euros final yet? Yeah. Um, in terms of recovery, I didn't need to do much recovery because I was rooting for any other team apart from England. Interesting. This team, this team, this nation doesn't know how to act when they get to a major tournament. And the antics and that before and after the game are proof of that. Um, Football. They're gonna hate him for that one, boy. Do you know what? No, I think it's a point that needs to be touched on, um, and we will touch on it. Let's talk about the game first, um, because the fallout after the game is obviously. Well, listen, we could do a four-hour podcast mm. on that alone, right? And um, I'm sure you know there's been lots of reactions since, and we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to give our um, our views on it as well. Let's talk about the game, um, Sammy. I'll come to you. Yeah. Because you're an England fan, right? Ish. Right. Okay. Is it? Am, am I the only? Uh, am I the only England fan here? Then? Yeah. Is it? Um, oh, yeah. Right. Campbell Bardi. Okay. Cool. No problem. Um, how did you? Uh, let's talk about lineups first, right? Mm-hmm. How did you think um, the way Gareth Southgate set up? Any surprises in in how in how we set up? You know, we went with the the back three, um, and he bought. Who did he bring back? I'm struggling to think of what he he took Saka out and put. Um, um, Trippier started. Didn't Trippier he? in. Trippier was right wing back. Yeah. Make sure left wing back. Maguire, Mings, and, and Walker. Stone. No, was it Walker? Yeah, Maguire, Walker, Walker and Stones. Stone and Stones. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Phillips and Rice. Then a front three of Mount Kane and Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how did you how did you find the lineup? Was you, was you content with it? Was you happy with it? Um, I wasn't surprised. Um, I was content in the sense that I feel like, from England perspective, I feel like it was enough to win the game if implemented properly. So my thing, me and Dan were discussing today in the group chat, yeah, um, when it comes to like systems and managers that, it's all about ex- execution. So something on paper may look quote unquote defensive, something may look attacking, but it's about how you execute it, do you get me? And um, on paper, I think the quality was enough to kind of win the game, but I don't think the, the, the game plan was executed properly in, in the sense that I thought Southgate was very um, scared and wasn't brave enough to kind of win that game for England. Um, so that's on a lineup itself, but um, in terms of the game, I think England had a really night, really bright twenty minutes, twenty twenty five minute spell. Then after that, they really struggled to kind of um, to kind of get to grips with Italy in terms of Italy could just control the game, um, which is kind of what I expected. Um, I knew almost like you know when you score that first goal, um, the fact that the goal came so early on mm. in the third minute. It, um, one of those old football yeah, yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't really make sense, yeah. but it makes sense in game context mm. where you know, like you can never score too early. Scoring yeah. a goal is supposed to, you know, it, that's what football is about. Yeah, but, you wanted to open up the game, but yeah, in a final as well, especially with such a pragmatic manager like um, Gareth Southgate, um, yeah, going one nil up so early was probably the worst thing that could happen to yeah. England because although they controlled the game. 25 30 minutes after that I'd, I'd probably say they were the better team in the first half to be honest with you um as soon as Italy really got a stranglehold on the game as soon as Verratti started getting on the ball more as soon as Jorginho started getting up on the ball more as soon as their wing back started pushing um higher up the pitch there was only one team in the game and <clears throat> and the problem is because England had the lead they didn't need to go and search in search for a goal mm. and because they'd been so good defensively for the majority of the tournament um, up until the final, it's like, well, we back ourselves for you to not score. And in fairness, the goal that did come from Italy was quite a scrappy one. Um, it, it, and from a set piece as yeah, well. That, but, you know, but for which me, is quite surprising though. Even though it was scrappy for me, I th- it was coming for me. Because, so what I was saying to my friend when I was, when we was watching the game, so I was saying to him, if we don't get another one um, in this first half, then the way Italy plays, only a matter of time, 
before they just grow into the game and assert themselves just because of how they, they control the ball in the midfield and just the nature of how they set up like tactically and that's what happened I felt from about the I'd say from about 35 minutes onwards they were controlling that game yeah, absolutely. personally even though even though they get the goal was scrappy I thought it was coming mm. like the balance of play so yeah the, th- the thing is when a team is dominating the game you always like think a goal is coming right mm. but in fairness England looked pretty comfortable in defence. I think Chiesa might have had one or two chances. Yeah, and it but, was like half it was like Yeah, half and they were chance. half chances. Yeah. They weren't really chances where you think, ooh, like they split us open or anything like that. So I they think were it's, quite comfortable in defence. I do hear what Shemi is saying, but I think it's quite easy to say that when a goal does come. Mm. Yes, because exactly. I feel like there are plenty of um, times where a goal wouldn't come in that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, they haven't really yeah created anything because right. Italy were struggling to create if I'm being exactly. honest you know they didn't and, really and have the it. answers right. if it was Chiesa or Bust mm-hmm. um, you know and, and I felt like I know you said Italy overtook the game I think it was more of a case of England just, just giving them the yes. game yeah. and absolutely you know uh, break us down. yeah absolutely and we tried to games. we tried to Italy Italy we've mm-hmm. seen those games like obviously the Champions League final was very much Chelsea scored that early goal I was so, wondering how long it would take you no, to, to honestly uh, as, a, as a tactical yeah. as a tactical example um, that's a good side obviously that's two good sides one taking the lead and going come and break us down while we attempt to hit you on a counter um, but and they weren't even trying to counter thing trying like to that, counter right? so yeah. you saw um, Bonucci and um, Chiellini who have a combined age of 70 years old spending a That's lot mad. of time in England's in England's heart mm. um, just moving the ball side to side whether anything comes of that like obviously it said it, it needs it remains to be seen but they got their goal regardless and then after having all of that possession and then getting the goal, the momentum automatically sways into yeah. it's a yes, yeah. and that's the risk you play yeah. when you um, when because you play that side of the game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you ride or die for the one 0 win. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as that that goal, hap- I almost expect as soon as that goal happened, I'm surprised we actually got to penalties yeah. because when that goal goes in, the, as you said, the momentum automatically shifts. So yeah. I'm almost expecting Italy to go. I thought they were going to win in ninety as well. Talking about Champions League final, it almost reminded me of um, the um, the Arsenal Barcelona yeah. Champions League yes. final where we yes. were one 0 up yeah. for so long. Yeah. You know, Barca weren't really creating anything, then they scored, and then they scored almost yeah. instantaneously yeah. afterwards. I, I think. I, no, go on. I mean, I mean, for me, like I think having watched Italy throughout the tournament, just watch how they play, kind of thing. I think that kind of played into my my thought process as to mm. why I thought the goal was coming. Just simply because I've seen how they've worked goals sure. throughout the tournament. Mm. I've seen how well drilled they are, how coached they are, knowing that if this is not working for a certain amount of time, I know Mancini knows he knows how to kind of change yeah. it. How Absolutely. to so for me I understand what you're saying in the sense that Italy weren't okay, cool, they weren't licking off shots at Jordan Pickford. Um they weren't carving us open straight, but I just in the back of my head I knew that You knew the pressure. Yeah, was uh, time was gonna tell. Yeah. I personally There's I There's only so much you can you can hack, yeah. Hack, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I do understand what you're saying. I think um when it, the moment that the game changed for me was um, because I think we can all agree Harry Kane was having a storming game first half an hour yes. I think right yeah. Harry Kane was causing them all sorts of trouble his hold up play was fantastic and whenever he turned they were shit scared they were worried yeah. they were worried like the same way we were worried about Chiesa they, they were worried about, about Harry Kane yeah. and um, I felt like the moment the game changed was. There was a, an instance, maybe in around like 25, 26 minutes, Harry Kane turned on the ball and he was supported by one player. Who was it? Sterling? I think it was Sterling. Mm. We just completely stopped pushing players mm. forward. Because if you remember, in the first 15 minutes, how many times did Shaw get in, you know, yeah. get in behind? We had Trippier. Trippier uh, wasn't the goal. Side. It was the, yeah. wasn't the Literally goal. Trippier, Trippier to Shaw. To Shaw. Yeah. So, like, that completely stopped. We stopped pushing the players on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <clears> yes, cool. This Gareth now is now he set up his stall for um for the one 0 win mm. and I knew from then this is a very dangerous tactic because mm. we're not a great defensive side. Yeah. When you look at uh, the games against Scotland, Czech Republic, uh, Denmark, they, they had, had chances. chances yeah. They had chances, you know. So mm. um, I, I I was never confident that even though we defended quite well in in this game, I felt like. I was never confident that England were able to um, see to see it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the frustrating thing because we've got the players on the pitch who can... We could we could have forced Italy back even more. You know, we could have really hurt them. They, mm-hmm. were, so, they were scared. They were scared of our fullbacks down yeah. the side. You know, they didn't have an answer to it. And we just thought... It, the frustrating thing to me was we, we, we took it out of it, it, 
out of Italy's hands. We, we, no, sorry, we put it into, into Italy's hands. hands. Yeah. You know, we took it out of our own hands and we said, you know what, we're happy with what we've got. Come and beat us. Yeah, which is, and it never works, man. In in football, it, sometimes like, it does work. Like Chelsea have done it when, when you time. when and let <clears throat> Madrid do it. You know? When but, when this kind of football will never win long term. It, it's it's never gonna it it will never ever win long term yeah. and and the thing is watching England and I was saying it with the people that I was watching I was like like why are you doing this like man for man you are better than this Italy team do you, do you think? you've got I think man for man were better than we were, we were I think man for man was better than the Italy team yeah um, I think they had a better midfield than us yeah. but I think, I think they got a better midfield defense. Very arguable defence. Very arguable defence. Our front three was better than our front three is better than. Bro, the thing is, they're old now, isn't it? Like I think Donnarumma is a better goalkeeper than Pickford. Yeah, I have Donnarumma. I have Donnarumma. I'm having sure over Emerson. Um, who's their right back? De 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 something. De Lorenzo is it? Lorenzi or something? I'm not sure. You see you. I was waiting. I was waiting. No, no, yeah, it's like De I, I don't know. I'm not too really sure, but I'm having him, I'm having Kyle Walker over him anyway. I'm even having Trippier over him. And yeah. as and and as a duo right now, the way they've played this tournament, mm. I'm so, taking Maguire yeah, and Stones. Uh, Maguire's I think been very four, impressive. Yes. Been very and you know I don't like. And do you know what the funny thing about Maguire is? Yeah, is you see tournament football, it does this to you. You you can watch you can watch a player in five, six, seven games in a tournament, and it it kind of like overrides. The shitness that you've that seen for that player him, over yeah. years. To be fair, he's had, he's had a good he's six back or... back end to the season, right? I would say back end, I'd say longer than that. But, but this, about... this tournament had me thinking, do you know what, Maguire, yeah. he's, a, he's yeah. a right, you know, he's actually a good quality centre-back. But he's, then he's I think about right, the Premier League, I've seen this guy get rinsed. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he had, a, he had a great he had a great Euros yeah, and, you know, this is what tournament He deserved the credit. He was, he. I think, like, he's arguably better than Bonucci and Chiellini at the tournament and I think Stones went under the radar because of how good Maguire was. Because I think Stones was quality as well. He was, yeah, he was. You know, to only see two goals at set pieces. I know we didn't play anyone that was of real um, quality but that Denmark team was really good that I mean, Czech Republic they team Denmark took it to us Belgium, right yeah. um, we paid Germany as well like yeah. no matter what transition they're in they're still Germany yeah. with an array of attacking yes. talent on, on the pitch do you know what I mean so um, I think they deserve a lot more credit the England defence the England defence yeah, I agree it, it was good they were very very good over the tournament and I would say going into that game rightly so England were the favourites to win the problem is the thing, the thing that tipped it to Italy for me was coaching. Mm. Italy's system is just better. You see these teams, the France of the world, the Spains of the world, the Italy's of the world. These teams have got their system, right? And their system works from every time. We know that we know what Italy are like as a team. We know they play football very well and they defend very well. We know what the likes of Spain are as a team. They're going to pass you to death. That hasn't changed from 2008 till now, mm. right? And the same thing with the Germanys of the world, the Italy's of the world. But with England, like, we'll be the front foot team in, like, 2004 with Sven, right? We'll, we'll be the same um, under McLaren and, and we do nothing. Then with Capello, then with Capello, um, the same thing. Then we get the likes of Hodgson... Then we get the likes of Hodgson, who's um, gone pragmatic. Then we've gone pragmatic with um, Southgate also. It's like, we keep changing our style. And if we had the same style, we know what we're working with, with the same team over and over again over the years, then we would be in a much better position than um, we're in now. The thing with England is, I don't want to say we were lucky to get to the final because we weren't lucky to get to the final because you beat what's in front of you. However, the run was very favourable. I think is a is a fair way I to mean, put it. I mean, if we didn't get to the final, it's, having it's, beaten Germany right. and given the, the the teams that we face, I think you you would have to say you're looking at Southgate, Southgate. for a second. Exactly, absolutely, exactly. The, I, the thing is, um, the criticisms that he got after the game would have been criticisms he would have received had England not won any of those games that they were expected to win. Mm-hmm. So, um, another a thing that stood out for me was the tactical change. So Mancini um, understanding that um, the wing backs. The wing backs were having far too much joy for England, and um, he made the tactical change. He cut that out, and then Southgate didn't respond. So um, yeah, that was an issue. But um, so one thing about uh, Southgate, even though towards the end he got the trust that he got the trust from like the masses in terms of letting him pick the squad, he, he's he's got it right all all along. Um, when it came time to make those tactical changes mid game, um, in response to the other manager. Yeah. 
he didn't make the right calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, for me, it's the, it's the game management for me. I mean, certainly the game management, the the in-game management um, for me, because from the way I saw the second half was that as soon as Italy scored. Um, obviously ride the wave for about 10 minutes because you know a swarm's going to come whereby they're going to try to push for the winning goal which is what happened and um, once you've kind of ridden that initial wave after the goal that's when you've got to look to kind of change and kind of win the game for me so after we rode the rave, the rave for about 10 minutes I'm okay cool they haven't scored again that's when I think Southgate has to be looking at putting on like a Grealish or someone. How long did he wait to bring on Grealish? He didn't. They he didn't. Brought on Saka he didn't. He didn't. Oh, he brought he on didn't, Saka first. He didn't. After that, as soon as it yeah, yeah, as soon as it equalised. But then he after that, he didn't he make another system, change. Four two three one. Yeah, and he didn't and make he another change until extra time. And that's right. another. Mm-hmm. And they scored in like what it was like sixty something minutes. Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. Game, yeah. Though, yeah. So you, it's like you got. Do you know what I'll say about that? Right. Um, I think because Southgate got everything like pretty spot on up until the final. I was I gave him a lot of leeway, so to speak. Um, looking back on it, in extra time, I think in your head you know that Sterling and Grealish, and because in the back of your mind you have to think of penalties anyway. And if you know that Sterling and Grealish are probably not going to be um, one of your first seven penalty takers, you need to look at taking them off. You need to look at bringing on um, a Rashford and bringing on a Sancho because in that half an hour. I mean, it's not as if we really went for it anyway. I think maybe we had like a four-minute spell um, in extra time where we, we, we tried a thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you bring on a Rashford and, um, and a Sancho and you give them half an hour to run at a tired um, Italian defence with their pace... With their um, with their technical ability, because that still fits into what what he's trying to, do. trying to do, right? Anyway, right? Because um, uh, essentially, from what I saw, the plan was attack with three players, basically, and you know, and uh, but really, you want we had Saka tracking back, you know, and, and maybe he was told to do that. I don't know, but you know, I saw more of Saka defending, yeah, the, and I know yeah. it's difficult when um, you know you don't have the ball, mm. and I thought. I thought Declan Rice actually had his best game of the tournament against did, Italy. Yeah. I don't know if, if I'm overdoing it. No, I think I would say he. I would say he played well. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big Declan Rice fan yeah. um, at all, but I thought he did some really good. And and those games are always going to suit your Declan Rice's because mm-hmm. you don't. We don't have the ball. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when you're facing sixty percent possession or whatever, whatever it was for Italy, I think that's a game. It's where you see the best Declan out Rice. of someone like him. Yeah, because yeah. that's his job, right? Mm-hmm. He's to break up play and stuff like that. Yeah, and this is what makes me wonder if he is what Chelsea need. Where Chelsea is a top. He's definitely player. what you guys need. No. He's what Man United need as well. My, we're talking we about the Euros. This guy's bringing up Chelsea. We'll, we'll, we'll get to transfers. We'll saying, get to transfers. You know what I mean? These Chelsea fans, they're so entitled, man. I'm just thinking, they're like, flipping no. they? Can Narcissus. he add value on the ball? That's the thing. We're not like, interested in Chelsea, even, okay. my bro. We're talking let about me, England. Let me rephrase it. Could he have added value if he had better ability on the ball? Oh, of, I mean, yeah, of course. In terms because, of changing this game? Yeah. Yeah, because I think what happened was, is, um, you know... What fifty-five minutes in, sixty minutes in, M- M- Harry Maguire's got the ball, and Harry Maguire's normally quite assured on the ball, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, fine. Sometimes he makes a, a gaff, but he isn't one to just be lumping it up the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, no, 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 no. Because no. he's, he's not like options. That. We had nothing. We had nothing. It was, it was from time you're saying Harry Maguire, look up, fucking hell, where is everyone? And you know, trying to hit Harry Kane with a a, a long ball, the then you're in big trouble, and mm-hmm. that is because your Rice midfield. Is hiding. They're not. They're not providing mm. enough options. That would never happen to Italy. Italy yeah. would never have had to do that because Verratti and Jorginho, their, their ability on the ball enables them to control the games. And um, I think I think that was telling in the end. I think we could have done with maybe a Bellingham on the pitch, but it's difficult to bring in an eighteen-year-old in, in, in that a environment. Europe. You haven't yeah. used him. Yeah. You know, you haven't used him all tournament. What? What? Five minutes was it? He got he got a bit in the first Did game. Did he get I think, a bit Croatia. in the first game? Yeah, got like a twenty or something. I think you I know, think he played since then as well. Sorry, um, I think he came on since then as well. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't anything. Yeah, they were garbage minutes, about. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but, and this is the thing when you're not using your squad, you know, as well as you could do, or you know, when when you when you have players in the squad that you're not really using. What, what's the point of them being there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you know, with that midfield needed a change, in my opinion. Mm. Um, someone to get their foot on the ball, give a bit of composure and mm. show for it, you know. And we just didn't get it in the end. And 
I'm, like I said, I'm just surprised we uh, we, yeah, we held lost to, to, to penalties because mm-hmm. I thought um, it, it could have been done uh, well, well before then. To be honest, um, let's talk a bit, a little bit about you know the fallout that happened after um, after the game. Obviously, you know I think even myself as a white guy, I knew what the reaction would be as soon as I saw yeah. Sancho, Rashford, Saka miss penalties. Like, I knew, my, my heart was just sort of like, fuck, this is like, gonna be, this is going to cause a ruckus. And I know the exact type of people it's going to, it's, it's the pubs in Chertsey yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, these places there that I, you would just shiver mm-hmm. to be in those kind of locations at that point. And, you know, we, we saw so much viral abuse going on social media. And yeah, we, we don't know who these people are but the facts are there's a lot of rich people mm-hmm. that certainly would have had um vitriol towards these players yeah, that um absolutely. you know it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous um but ultimately again like i saw yeah. videos of um i saw videos of people of color just being told to leave pubs um for their safety other times just out of abuse in the heat of the moment um, the way we saw the rinse and repeat of players being abused, like clockwork, any time a player of colour has a bad game. Um, we saw the mayhem at Wembley in front of um, UEFA officials. This is, mind you, while England are com- campaigning for um, a 2030 World Cup, yeah. I believe. So that is like the height of embarrassment. Um, you see people like literally just overpowering stewards who are paid like, what, £10.88 an yeah. hour? It's absolutely ridiculous and farcical on all sides. We saw um, a man who was lauded for what he was doing for feeding hungry children because he missed a penalty. Um, his mural that was made to honour him was defaced, but um, mind you, we saw play, we saw people come together and um, like cover up with positive messages and then ultimately be restored. But um, this is a 19-year-old in Saka we move on to as well, and it was just it was just heartbreaking. Um, watching all three of these players apologise on social media as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think you know the fact that the, the apologies never sit right well with me. Yeah. You know, I, they, I I understand why they're doing it because they've obviously received loads of messages of support and they feel like they've let more, more so they they feel like they've let their team down because we know one good thing about this England team and I think a, a reason why a lot of people actually get behind this England team is that. The, the camaraderie between the players, the chemistry between the players looked really, really good. Like a really, really nice, yeah. you know, young bunch of players who all seem to get on well, which we've never had before yeah. with, a, with an England team. So I think they felt more so that they had let the team down. But it does, you know, me, I, I've never really been a patriot. Right? I'm, not an, I'm not a patriotic English person. People listen to this might think... Oh, yeah, but I promise you, I'm I'm not a patriot whatsoever. I I don't really get behind England and stuff like that. More so this tournament because of of the players. But there is a real issue in this country, and it's the reason why I'm not a patriot, is is there's a real issue in this country, outside of the race element. This hooligan culture, it it travels with us everywhere. Like, I don't like going to pubs. I was talking to Shemi on the way to, on, on the way to here. I hate going to pubs to watch football games. I hate it. I can't stand the hooligan culture. When you go abroad to countries, it's always, always the, the British. English people, yeah. Always the English people causing trouble. Whether it be in fucking Cyprus, uh, America, Dubai even. Greece, anywhere. We have yeah. a, an inherent issue in our DNA that we almost seem like, oh, we're the British. Like, it's that invader mentality. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. It's an invader mentality. We're like, three lines on the shirt, Gary, you fucking can't. Like, let's have it. That's, that is that culture that, I don't know if, I, I haven't been brought up that way. So I, I don't know what it is. But it's one of the reasons why I've never felt it's that geezer culture. Isn't that it? geezer Beers culture. And yeah, like and, yeah, like we're harder than you. Exactly. Tattoos and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like and St. mentality. St. George mentality, like a you know, um, and, and when it don't go our way, we're gonna. Well, even if it does go our way, we're gonna cause a fucking ruckus yeah. and a riot Anything. and throw yeah. shit about. And I, I don't know what. There, there needs to be a real discussion because this country's gone through this. 
for years from yes. England uh, the, uh, from from teams getting dumped out of European competitions because of their fan behaviour. This has been going on for a very, very, very long time. And Timothy, you raise a good point. Why the fuck would anyone want to give England um, a, a, a championship to host? Mm. Having seen those scenes, you know, the, the way we're even treating our own players. You know, Can we talk about like those players who um, they were English up until they missed the penalty. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they're N-words, they're yeah. black, they're um, immigrants. Like it's very very selective. So as someone who's um, a second generation immigrant in this country, it's like, why would you even want to play for England if this is what you get? Yeah. Um, I use the Anthony Joshua example. Like English people were calling him. Oh, these Femi's born to Nigerian, he's not really English when he was doing bad things and he had a tag on his ankle. But when he started winning gold medals and started winning heavyweight titles, the pride of Britain, mm. AJ. And then it's the same with these players. Like, you tell, um, oh, he's born in England, so he's English, up until he misses a penalty. So very, very selective. Asking Nigerians well, about what AJ was doing when he was. He said, just a stupid boy, we need to correct him. Like, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll accept you wholeheartedly. Because um, that was a great access to as opposed to as opposed to be as opposed to England, it's selective. As long as you bring some sort of excellence to the country and pride, yeah. you are English. But but any Brit any standard average British guy, we happen to get behind him. Declan Rice, come on, come on, Declan, you know, bang average footballer. But he's the pride and joy of English football. Do you know what I'm saying? I I, I completely get what you're saying. So let me ask you a question then, because. You did mention something there about you know um, the players wanting to play for the for, for for England and I don't know if this changes anything I, I don't know I, I don't know what's going on in the psyche of these of these players obviously playing for England has its benefits um, how shall I put it economically I guess sponsorship wise you know playing for England it makes you a bigger player I think I'm right in saying that right and um, so we're a better player as well actually yeah also, there are some of these, so some of the like African nations are like Nigeria, Ghana. Well, I don't know about Ghana, but I know Nigeria, in terms of their FA, they've had problems. In right. The past. So Ghana, Ghana definitely has, right? Probably. Yeah. Just in terms of have actually organised, having mm -hmm. organised um, structure whereby the team can actually not just, not, only, not, even, not even to the extent of winning things, but just actually play, like actually function properly, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just from the get go. So I think part of that does factor into it. But yeah, in my opinion, like, so Zaha's done it. Um, like he, he's boycotted England simply because of the racism. But I, in my opinion, I feel like it's gone on too long now and too consistently to the point where by players like coming up now, they have got to have that conversation and actually think about whether this is for them. Because yeah, it's great when you're winning, but you've also got to think about the other side that like when it doesn't go your way, this is, this is what's going to happen. Mm. It's not if, it's not, it's, it's not um, matter of it. Yeah, it's not matter of yeah, it. It's about winning. Yeah, mm. it's gonna happen. Like it's inevitable. So I think it's definitely something players coming in now. Um, so do, do, do you think we will start to see it then? If the infrastructure improves and it becomes yeah. more comfortable. It does, so yeah. With England, the problem is that bro, we'll get into a whole political debate about it. Yeah. And that's why I said the infrastructure conversation that we had is It's not about the infrastructure of the Nigerian FA or the Ghana FA or the Jamaican FA. You have to look at the country in itself. Until you fix your home, like you're not gonna buy you're not gonna buy nice things for it, mm. so to speak. So I can only speak for Nigeria anyway, and that place is a, like at the moment is a shambles. Do you know what I mean? And that and that's the, the kind of choice of words, mm -hmm. right? So until everything is fixed as in the country as a whole, mm -hmm. who's thinking about football? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So who's it's thinking fine, about football? Yeah, it's like. I, I get I got annoyed with Saka when he chose um, England over Nigeria, but like let's be real, let's let's really be real. Like, why do you want to go and play for yeah. for Nigeria? Really? If you guys had the choice right now, you professional footballers, what what decision would you guys make if you if you got the opportunity to play for? Get, and, and I'm talking about give, after everything that's happened now as well. I play, play for Nigeria 100. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not even it's. I just hate. The way the media treat mm -hmm. black players in this country, mm -hmm. and that's just that's just it. Yeah, I hate the way that we're we're English when we're good, and we're African yeah. when we're shit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's no there's no sense of togetherism as a nation. 
You get what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's no sense of toge togetherism as a nation, but um, as a team, and it's really sad because the boys are, the boys are really, really, yeah, they're together. They're, 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 you know they're, what I mean? They're united together. Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah, and it's just sad that we've got these people. And it just won't change. Stan yeah. Collymore said something um, earlier. It's funny because Stan Collymore talk, talks a lot of shit most of the time, but he was saying that all the um, the ethnic players in the England squad should just refuse to play for England. Mm. Like, let's see how well they do then. Mm. And that's not to say that they won't be good. They might be decent. But do you know what I mean? But they're not going to be as good. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They're not they're going to be no they'll just be a, They'll just be a, probably a standard uh, European nation, I would imagine. Absolutely. Um, you know, maybe like a, a Denmark, mm -hmm. maybe. I mean, Denmark did get to say. I was going to say Denmark as well, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Denmark, Denmark might be a Croatia or something yeah, now. Yeah, maybe. Scotland or something. Yeah, they'd be better than Scotland. No, they'd be the best home nation still, but the home nations would fancy their chances more so. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What's happened? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. England needs honestly, to sort it's, out, bro. We all seem to remember the Titans. I, I think I think you guys re uh, make really good points about the, the players like deciding to, to play for their home country because I think that I don't, I think that would cause um a lot of I think it would start an extra uh argument. It, not not even an argument, it would start an extra hatred like these these, yeah, I it, agree. It, it make yeah, the narrative of these guys come here and they don't want to play for our country. Yeah. Like you said, it's never going to change. These things are going to change. The thing is, you just get to start at home. The, the, in, in, English, right. the English culture, in, this is inherent in, in our blood. It is ingrained. You know, we've been an invader country for how long? We go, we go to places, we make it ours. Do you know what I'm saying? That kind of invasion mentality has been going on for fucking centuries. Absolute centuries, and I just don't think we're still not in a position. I don't think most English people are still not in a position because I think what happens is we, myself especially, I, we get I get caught in a bubble of like London, like London. You don't really see it much, but then I guarantee you go because because I live in Essex as well. Um, well, I live in Essex now. I I know the difference between Essex and London. You know, and I'm sure you guys get it as well in Luton as well. It's um, it's quite similar to be fair, okay. like, but you know, when when you branch further out, yeah, when you branch further out, you go to a like a Surrey or something, yes. like yeah, right. You yeah, know yeah. that those places are not going to be as um, multicultural. Yeah, as multicultural, and you yes. know, you you can walk into a building and you can mm -hmm. almost know what that. Yeah, 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 and and you kind of know what their views on certain things are going to be. And you know, until this country has is ready to address that problem, just like you know, you're talking about Nigeria addressing their own problem. Mm -hmm. This country has a huge success. problem yeah. with just hooligan culture yeah. alone. Yeah. You know, our young people are brought up to, to, to be like this. So the problem is part being on this. How do you, how do you address it? My question, my question is this: How can you, if you're a Raheem Sterling, no, you're the next Raheem Sterling, you're the next Bakaya Saka, Jaden Sancho. How do you, how do you feel English and feel pride to represent this country when there are political parties where, if they came into power, the first thing they want to do is deport you and yeah. your family? Yeah, ridiculous. It's born in the country as well. Yeah, born here. Yeah, and, and I mean, look, let's not even get to the politics side of things, but you've got dickheads like Priti Patel who, you know, want to show messages of Bro, she's a clown, you know, man. You know it's, it's... Shout out to Tyrone for putting over that place. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That's what we need more. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I think um, these players, they, they've got a huge platform to, 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 to speak know, out. To speak out yeah. And, you know, um, you know, good on them for doing so. Um, I do want to just finish on a bit on the Euros as well. Right? It wasn't in the agenda, but I kind of just wanted to do our own team of the tournament, actually. Um, if you guys are uh, Do you know that. what? Yeah, that's... I think everyone's team's going to be similar, you know. I've asked, about, I've asked about five different people for their team of the tournament. Like, and there's literally two players different. Right, go on then. Then this should be pretty quick then, right? Yeah, all right. So, so goalkeepers, I think, probably... Donnarumma? Donnarumma. Yeah. yeah and, and I thought, just 
on a um, I, I don't rate Pickford whatsoever, but I no, thought he was excellent in the final. Yeah, um, he was very good. Yeah, but very good, and so he'd probably be like a close second. But because Donnarumma was so good, in mm. uh, you guys seen his penalty save uh, ratio? Ratio thirty three percent or something. How do you save one in three penalties? Absolutely, twenty two years old. Yeah, and I've never rated him, but I'm gonna have to. He's top. Yeah, he's top. In the in the league, you got very close to saving Jorginho's penalties on two occasions, and I was. I said in the league, we're not talking about close. Pickford, bro. We're talking about Donnarumma. Wait, we're right talking now. about. Come on, keep up, um, Temi. Oh, one in the <laughs> Temi. We're talking about Donnarumma now, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Donnarumma's our keeper. Sorry, right? I'm thinking about May 29th again. Yeah, well, your boy Jorginho missed the penalty. You know what I mean? I was talking about Pickford, like, obviously coming close on two separate in the league, coming close to saving Jorginho's penalty on previous occasions, and then And then he finally got third time lucky. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, left left back, I thought I thought Shaw has a good case, but um I think most people have put Spinazzola in there because of um his uh, performance post. When did he get injured? Oh, he got injured in the quarters, but I've cheated slightly, so Spinazzola's a right footed left back. Mm-hmm. So I've gone sure I would go sure left back and Spinazzola right. Because there's no standard right back. Yeah, right? there is none. That's fair. I don't know if you man are happy to do that, but I, I, I think sure. I think, that's true. I think that is cheating because I've never seen Spinazzola. I I had never seen Spinazzola play. I know, but prior bro, they both, well, I don't even they, know if you played. They, like they that. both played so I well. They both, but sure and Spinazzola yeah. both played so well mm. that neither deserved to miss out. Yeah. So we, we'd have to go back but five then. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining about that. To yeah. Fair. For Spinazzola right back, um, sure left back. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll cool. Centre backs. Yeah. Um, so I think Maguire has to be there. Hundred. Um and. Is a case for maybe one of the Italians. I think one in ten. Yeah. Chiellini, Bonucci, yeah. PR had a very good tournament yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and also quite obviously, uh, I know it's Christensen. Uh, yeah, yeah, very heroic. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, more time, I would have said Chiellini. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think you would like to say two English centre backs. Yeah, Stones is a, Stones is a decent shot. I think we should give it PR just because of yeah, the yeah. mainly the Ericsson thing at the beginning mm. of the tournament yeah. as well, I think. He, does, he, he deserves it for me, midfield. And he played very well yeah. throughout the whole tournament. Fair enough, fair enough. Midfield, I've got um, J5's DM. J5. That's what bro, every time I hear J5, that's exactly what I do. J5. Bro, literally. It's all I think about. Every time I say J5. J5 vibe, isn't it? These guys, this this chessy media machine, bro, is it's so annoying. Horrible, but he, he, bro, Jorginho was yeah. not did was not better than Verratti over the course. James Wilde, Pedri, and um, Paul Pogba as the Verratti, man. Pedri, and Pogba. Verratti, Pedri, Pogba. I don't know. I think I don't think Jorginho. I think I think Jorginho should be. I don't think Verratti was better than Jorginho. I don't think Verratti played that one. Well yeah. Bro, look at just just look at. Just look at Verratti's stats from when he from when he started playing. He, so oh, he came in, say, he came in they from the third next bro, this man loves or the next guy. Right. But you see, but you see, it's these most impressive performances that I think they came post Verratti coming in. Exactly. No, pr- uh, sorry, pre Verratti coming in. No, with Lockett. Okay, Lockett they beat they beat thing three. But, no, but that's what they beat. On the they beat. They and then, beat. And then, and they then, beat Turkey, who were the worst yeah. team at the at the tournament. And then they beat Switzerland. They second. They beat Switzerland. No, not Switzerland. Yeah, it was Switzerland because they played well last game, didn't they? Or did they play well second? That's what I'm saying. They're the most impressive games for the early group stage because then they played Austria where they won. No, they didn't play. They played Austria in the last sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played Austria. They played Austria last game. Bro, Verratti came off almost every single game that he played, and the reason that he came off is because he wasn't fit enough to complete ninety to hundred and twenty minutes. Junior is better. Alright, so you can have it. I'm not. I'm They're asking where's that Jorginho type midfielder, not that variety type midfielder. Yeah, but yeah, but the the right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? There we go. We're not going to have that. We're not going to have any of this battle. You know what I mean? J5, J5. Yeah, we're not. We're not for the tournament. He's chosen. Jorginho into Ballon. Oh, you know, there's an argument to be had. No, there is not. There's, there's no argument to be had. He is not the best player in the world. He does not Full deserve stop. to be a, I mean, a Ballon d'Or winner. I'm not, I'm not. 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 I
Ballon d'Or winner, yeah. And it changes every single year what, what they want, right? And now they want they want trophies. I don't think. And my bro, I don't think Jordi is winning. Okay, but I will never watch football again. The argument, the argument for he's not the best player in the world definitely came about this fraud. No, but it's not flawed. That's the best player I've ever seen. Modric wasn't the best player. Messi was clear. And that was stupid. That's what I'm saying. That's how it's going. But I'm not going to use stupid logic to then, you know, make another stupid decision. Exactly. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah? Modric wasn't the best player in the world. That's what I'm saying. On the last Chelsea Hour point, me and Dan went back. I was asking Dan, did you rate Jay for Neved? Was Neved good? And I was asking Neved wasn't the best player in the world. Exactly. So it's not a recent thing. Yeah, but it's not an accolade thing either because when Nedved won it, what did they just win? They just won the league. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how Nedved won it that year because Thiago was just shooting for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, anyway, he, he won it in 2003, you know, Nedved. And yeah, they got just won in Champions League, they didn't win it. I don't think he should win it, but I'm just saying, like, Semi, semi, we're not worst champions. I don't think you should win. I don't think you should win. Alright, so we've got J5. We're having. J5, Pogba, and. Pogba, and Pedri. Who else? And then we've got. Which other second midfielders had a good enough tournament in your favour? Hoiberg. Yeah, Hoiberg. is a shout. I think Verratti still was the only British out of the team in the tournament for me. England boys as well. quality. No. No. What, uh, Calvin Phillips? I think Calvin Phillips was the best of yeah. of an average bunch. Both very average. Both very average. Shaka for Switzerland. Shaka had a very good tournament. Shaka had a good tournament. Yeah, had a very good tournament. So there's a couple names you could go there, but I yeah, think uh, I think the three, I guess. Yeah, Pogba was fair. Phenomenal. Yeah, I swear to God, Pogba wins better the tournament Pogba, if they go further. But I think yeah. Pogba should win better tournament. I thought it was anyway, phenom- yeah. phenomenal. Uh, uh. But I guess you can't phenomenal. I guess you can't, you can't give it to a guy who's seen a lot in the last 16. Exactly, that's the difference. But in the, in the eight, four games, yeah, four, bro, four, eight, 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 eight to ten out of ten four four performances in every single game. Yeah. He was quite. He was very, very good. He was very, very good. Unfortunately, he was let down by Benzema and. Uh, like Benzema was good. Ah, he was let down by Mbappe. Mbappe was no, terrible. No, Benzema, bro, Benzema showed up late on. I think Benzema personally. Benzema showed up late on. Personally, you didn't Benzema was scoring. I think he was Let's talk, let's talk about front three because I want to talk a little bit about transfers before we uh, move back up. So front three? Front three, um, I've got on the left Sterling, on the right Chiesa and up front Sheik. Mm. Happy? Does the Denmark guy get a shot? Oh, um, Forsberg? Yeah. yeah, I think Forsberg gets a shot. I think Harry Kane had a good uh, knockout stage. I don't think um, You don't think he did? He was good. I think he was good. I don't think he was good. I don't think he was before Ukraine. Yeah. And then after Ukraine, I thought you were going But I just don't think, you know, if we're talking about Pogba being in the tournament for why can't Harry Kane? But Kane was poor from second half onwards in the final as well. But so he, he, had, but that, he had two and a half. But that wasn't his fault. Sheik had four very good games. Sheik. Sheik, Sheik, whatever. Sheik. Sheik, 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 but that's by virtue of having one more assist than Sheik did. Sheik got further in the tournament than um, he did. And I think he was... Um, he scored the goal in the tournament. Yeah, well. and he got goal in the tournament. And I just think that he was more instrumental for his team yeah, than Ronaldo sure. was. Non-penalty. Well, I'm not having Ronaldo anywhere near the players. Yeah, like, I, 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 this, this, um, this whole like, non-penalty thing, like people think it's easy to score penalties. As we have all mm. seen, England is three penalties in a yeah. row. So I don't want to hear this like... This whole like, oh, it's a penalty, it's a penalty, it's a penalty, because as you can see, what, yeah. weren't five penalties missing that shootout, by the yeah. way? Yeah. Five out of ten yeah. penalties missing that shootout. I mean, so quality, it's not easy. I'm saying quality of chances, like, you look at Schick's goals and then, like, the average conversion chance, say, com- uh, say a, um, a goal is one, like, penalties have an average conversion rate, uh, chance, chance quality rate, you know, like 0.8 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's it's all st- statistics in statistics. in this case. You still got to put it in the net. You, you know what I mean? They got higher chances. Yeah, got higher chances. But then, but then, but then, but then and again, I don't think Ronaldo. I don't, think Ronaldo, yeah. I don't yeah. think Ronaldo should um, be in the team of the tournament. I think he's got a shout for sure. Um, me, I'd have Sheik, um, Sheik, whatever. Yeah. So Sterling, Sheik, Sheik. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Right, let's. I want to talk a little bit about Messi. Winning oh, the yes. Copa America of Argentina. Oh, yeah. Bro, Fine. by the way, my the Lord, 
Thank that was fuck. That was Jesus Christ. That was the worst game of football I have seen. I mean, in I, I won't stay up to watch that My shit. But, um, yeah, I heard it was absolutely Literally. terrible. Sorry, bro. It was, it's yeah. worse than Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It's worse than Apple. It's really bad. No, the pitch was okay, but like, just, but, just but a shocking game. This is South American football. I just saw blood. I just saw bloody, bloody stains. Bro, it's like they're playing in the favelas. Honestly, if you remember the old school Argentina and Brazil games. This is like what war, isn't it? Did. They yeah. just hacked each other to like death. It was, that's what it used to be. You think about these old Argentina teams. Your Diego, Simeone, Duan Veron. They were very nasty, dirty, nasty yeah. players, you know. And yeah. Zanetti, these men. Very, that, was, that, that, is, that is how I grew up knowing what American football yeah. You used to watch those funny football videos. All the worst ever tackles you've ever seen sure. were in South America. Yeah. Man doing fly kicks and stuff, trying to get Neymar off the ball. Like, that, that's exactly what it was. And, you know, I'm just so happy Messi finally won a tournament. I don't think it means anything. I, 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 I could not care less. In the grand scheme. Exactly. It's I could not care less. I just want people to shut up. No, 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 no. No, I think it means something. I think we're probably all four of us are four people that are probably in consensus that Messi's the best ever yeah. um, for me. But to me, being the best and being the GOAT is different, right? In my opinion. Semantics. I, I mean... I understand. Like I've had this, I I think mean, I've had this conversation before, I, but I do think before the international um, trophy that Messi has just received, you how can not get, how could you not give it to Ronaldo? Like he did something with his team that he was not supposed to do. What? Win an international tournament. Yeah, in the final. Bro, it doesn't matter. Of course it matters. Bro, because he carried his team up until the finals. They go home and they drew three hey, three games. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Because they drew 3-3 three, three with Hungary and he scored a hat-trick in that game, no? They go home otherwise. But Lewis in that case, but Lewis, 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 Lewis in that case, because Messi had a stinker in the final as well. Yeah, yeah, but Messi had a stinker, and he should have put the game to bed, and he didn't. No, it, no, it's not. No, it's not. He was awful. He was awful. He was terrible. He had a fantastic tournament up to then. Right, I agree, but so did Ronaldo in 2016. He did, in 2016. And he went on to beat the host nation and the favourites, right? And he went on to beat the whole station of famous. Whether he played in it or not. in the game against France? Um, bro, he came off after like, what, 20 minutes from injury. But bro, you could oh, yeah, see yeah, the way, injured, you yeah. could see, you could see the way he galvanised these guys. Look at what happened with the, with the Moutinho penalty. The Look at what happened with the Moutinho penalty. Oh, was that in um, the final? No, nah, it wasn't. It was in the, it was, it was before then. No, 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 no. It wasn't in the final. Because they won 1-0 in the final. No, it wasn't the final. What day? He got injured. No, no he got injured in the final. Oh, yeah, when he yeah. told them um, thing that he needs to say belly. That was in 2018, I think that might have been Don't get me wrong. Yes, fine, I understand the influence. You need an international trophy, man. You need it. And bro, and the thing is, and, and no dis and no disrespect to Messi, right? No disrespect Messi, to Messi. But Messi, no, 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 no. I am bro, I I understand what you're I understand what you're saying in that sense, but he doesn't, right? He plays for Argentina, who are Arguably the best um, over 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 his over his career. There has been a point where they've been the best wait, wait, um, South American, the best South American team in the world. Actually, over that's, his that's, career, that, 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 that right? final when they played that balmy Brazil team, bro. Yeah, they know, bro. They right, played right. they played Chile and they lost in the yeah, final. Yeah, right. They played Brazil in the semi final without Neymar they and they passed. lost. They got bro, Messi, Messi well. has Messi has fallen short in the last stages of international tournaments. Mm. Very, very, very many times. So was Ronaldo. I don't think Messi had good game. Messi had good game. He games. might have a good game and, and the other team didn't. But again, like, you're going to be judged on what your team does, I not what you do. I it was never like in question for me. It was never in question for me because I'm I think just, he's the best ever. I'm just right? glad that this whole international debate yeah, now be put to yeah. bed. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, fine, if you want to do the whole less respect them both, fair enough. If you want to give them the GOAT of the year and Messi, the best player ever. Fine, fair enough. If you're still putting Ronaldo ahead because he won Portugal, won and yeah, you can't do that. You're sitting ahead. Messi's yeah. won the Olympics. He's won gold in the Olympics. Like, what would you rather win, the Olympics or the Nations League? Good work, bro. Good he work. also won the Euros. Uh, <laughs> he won the Euros and the Nation League. Hmm? Like, Europe, no, I'm saying in comparison. Yeah, why do you say Nations League? You compare Olympics with Europe. No, I'm saying the Copa America or Europe and Nations League. Then you'll say, oh yeah, he won the Nations League and the Did Ronaldo ever play in the Olympics? I don't think he did. Not too sure. I'm not sure. Let's move on because we've got 
11 minutes. minutes left. So we can we can fit in some transfer stuff, right? Right, I'm gonna go round the board, right? Um, so Man United, you guys have secured Sancho. Yeah. Well, we, until I see what until I see United tweet mm -hmm. or I see this oh, big announcement. He's on holiday now as well, so I don't even know when the is gonna come. come. He signed. He signed. Yeah, yeah. Sancho's um, pretty much done. On Rafa Varane, that looks pretty um, close. Yeah, scarily close now. Um, just improves our defence. Like, so, let me so let me ask you guys a question. Um, where does Rafa Varane come in as the league's best centre backs? I would say third behind as of as of now. Van Dijk and Diaz. Pardon? Benitez as well. It's a question. It's not. I don't think it's a Why question. Why did you? Yeah. Oh. I'm not having 38-year-old Tiago Silva over 28-year-old Rafa Varane. I'm sorry. Oh, you drop him. You drop him. I'm sorry. You drop him. Oh, bro, this is what Chelsea fans do where they really, really. I'm not. I'm not even a Chelsea fan. You say he's better than every other centre back apart from Van Dijk and Diaz. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. The thing is, I don't mind you saying Van Dijk. Who's got? Why are you shaking your head? Who's better than him? Wait, I don't mind. I don't mind. Ben White. I don't mind you saying Van Dijk. Just the argument. Um, like you being ages, that doesn't make sense. Bro, you Thiago Silva at 38 had a really, really good Premier League season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Premier League season. Yeah, so I don't so but the age what, of it what, is that what that age does matter because you're not a year older than he was last season. He's not as quick as he was anymore. His logic was Rand is better because he's That wasn't the logic at all. That wasn't the logic. That was that was a first main point. Right? right. One, person is in the one person one person saying that okay. <laughs> one person is in the prime of their career at the height of their but ability. Rob Holden the is other is not. Career, bro. Yeah, but he's bro, Rob Holding is not good. Some average centre back. Don't smile like that, bro. To be fair, to be fair, I wasn't gonna say Jarvis was bad. I was genuinely asking because there's a lot of people that are But why would you ask if you No 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 wait no no there's a lot because there's a lot of people who let me down. There's a lot of people that obviously knew that Varanis fell not falling off. Over the past like, couple of years. There is a lot. And, 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 but the thing is, he had fallen off. He had a very good season. And, 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 and but he had fallen off. And also, let's not cap. Like, we haven't watched the Varane. Oh, Varane. The no. same way we've watched Thiago Silva. Okay, okay. The so, past, right. so, so, so let me just be clear. I'm on record on Maga and any group chat that I'm in, they know I've been said that Varane didn't have a good season last season. What? I've been, I've been said it. He didn't have a good season last season. You can see it in the Champions League. You can see it from like City onwards. That's right. right. I'm not in the Champions League. League. So, right. the so let's, let's talk about let's talk about what we expect of Varane in the Premier League, right? Um, you're saying top three. I expect them to revert to type. Do, 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 do you think top three is? I think top three is fair. Top three, five. I think it's fair. Top three, fair. Mm. Top three, five. Top three, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're expecting the top top quality centre back. Five. Yeah. What what impact are we having? Are we expecting of Varane to have? Uh, Bro, I need like, I need instant leadership. I don't, I don't think. I need instant leadership. No, I don't think it is. Either. It's not as it's, it's a major okay. So it's not it's yeah, not yeah. as it's not as it's not as big a priority as the DM for sure. But the upgrade is insanely major. If you saw how many times Lindelof got bullied last mm. season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But shit, okay, can I ask a question? Does he complement Maguire well in terms of attributes? Okay, so I, I would say he, I would say he does right, but. I'm not. I'm not um, sold on this whole compliments each other. Um, all this whole compliments each other rubbish. Like people think that like, if you've got a slow centre back, then you need a fast centre back no, to compliment no, him because no, the, no. the centre back is slow and whatnot, bro. But we've just seen no, two old age pensioners in the US for Italy. It's not about. It's not, um, about, it's not about pace per se. It's more so. Um, so obviously, one's going to be a sweet bar more time and then one's like one's going to be the lead. Yeah, up. yeah. And, 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 and again, I think I think with two centre backs that are. That are good enough, that work well enough. You 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 know when you know when to sweep and you know when to um, be the ball playing centre back. It's not just going to be one player doing it because someone like Varane, who is also good on the ball but also has excellent excellent recovery, um, excellent recovery pace. So I don't know. I guess more time it will be um, it will be Maguire that's probably still going to bring up the ball because let's be fair, he's pretty good at that. If not one of the best in. In um, in football at it, bar um, maybe um, a um, a Van Dyke. Um, I, I so think, I think what's going to be interesting to see about Varane is like, look, we will put him on such a high pedestal, right? And rightfully so, he has a huge reputation coming from Madrid. But we all know the Premier League is a different <coughs> animal, right? right? And and, 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 and you're right. And, and, well, and I, I think, think everyone's seen enough of Varane. Yes, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think you can say? Like, like, bro, everyone watches um, everyone watches um, thing every everyone everyone watches um, El Clasico every year. You watch um, the Real Madrid athletic games. You watch Real Madrid in the Champions League. Like, right. People have people have seen enough. This yeah. whole we haven't seen Varane stuff, and he's been at and he's been at the top of the game for like what ten years almost. No, I'm not saying I haven't seen. It. I'm just saying you know what I mean. Recent recessancy counts, but it's cool. Yeah. Listen, like I said, he didn't have a very good um, season last season. I'm happy to say that he didn't have a very good season last season, but I expect him to revert to time now. Mm. Sure. I think he slots in quite nicely in regards to um, Sergio Ramos was the leader at the back and he was the more progressive um, ball carrier out of the two defenders. So Harry Maguire takes that Sergio Ramos role and allows... Um, so, um, Maguire is also the ball um, carrier of the team as well. Yeah, so it allows him to just do what he was doing before in terms of like, this is the role that he took when Ram Let's move on to, well, uh, you guys think to anyone else? Camavinga, Pogba stay, we don't Cam- know. Camavinga's gone a bit stale. Um, heard, he, heard he wants, uh, he wants, uh, what's wrong with your PSG? Bro, if I was him, I'd just come United for four or five years. I'd come United for four or five not years till, till um, thing already, bro, but Camavinga is not Pogba. Come yeah, come so come 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 any young, bright French yeah. youngster come to Man United after the way because it, because he could see United as a stepping stone. I'm not, bro, I'm not too sure. He could that. ruin his career by going straight he to also Madrid. Ruin his career going to Man United. Man United don't really. Man, Man, Man United don't really ruin players. Man United don't really ruin players. Injuries yeah, ruin Anderson. Bloody do. Let's go. Man United ruin every Latin player you ever bought, bro. Man United don't ruin. Players, right? So when I'm talking about ruining a player, it means that that player is nothing now. Injuries is what stopped Anderson, right? If Anderson was injuries and diet stopped Anderson. It's a conversation for another day. I'm going to go into the Chelsea lads as well about their transfer business. Um, it's more of an exodus. It's more of an exodus. Oh, what? Cho going? Cho swap for Kingsley Coma. For Coma? What? This star? This star boy? Yeah. It's more of but these are rumours, we'll see. Show, show, show! Hey, I told you about this trillion, Bro, these fans are the, 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 the most repeatable platform, <laughs> yeah, has been Get French Football that I've heard Tier 1 source, eh? Tier 1 source. Yeah, Tier 1. That's more. Really, really and truly, it's more about the players that are leaving. So Mark he's just left for Crystal Palace, obviously. Giroud's just signed for AC Milan. Obviously, he was, what, in one of the knockout, in one of the playoff um, get knockout stages. He was man of the match in both legs. Um, England, that, like, England, youth, no, <laughs> England Youth International, um, very solid in terms of, it was someone that Frank Lampard and Joey Morris during their time had um, like obviously high hopes for. But one of the what reasons. I want to know is, is Haaland coming? Yeah. Is Haaland coming? I think, uh, I think he is, but probably next season, if they don't want to pay the money, um, if, if, they're not if they don't want the money, the excess money now, which like obviously do what we can um, to solidify our status as a top club, um, and then go again. So when you guys gonna actually sign someone when it released for? Not me. I don't think you need to. I think yeah. One thing I'll say is yeah. I think because last season, oh my god, these guys have Vern up front and they think they don't need to sign anyone. Are you kidding? Yeah. So basically, what I was gonna say is that because a lot of our players didn't hit the ground the ground running last season, I think if. If they was to this season, it would feel like um, new, new signings a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like in a sense, like, like now. So Havertz didn't hit the ground. Havertz didn't really make an impact until um, the latter part of the season. Uh, Werner didn't have a good campaign at all, despite putting up numbers. Um, Ziyech didn't really have a great that much of an impact over the course of the season. So I feel like if they was to kind of, you know, that's I'm not really always of the view that our oh, second season automatically means you're going to be better because I just think that logic's a bit, you know, a bit iffy. But if it was the case in the season whereby they were just better and they've adapted and whatever, it would, for me, it would feel a bit like they're still new, if that makes sense. But I do believe you do need to sign, obviously, your shooter. Um, I don't think Harlan's coming this season. Um, and I believe we have creativity issues, but I don't think that's so much down to personnel. I think it's more down to how we set up against smaller teams. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, given the pre-season, I think there's been rumours about two cool working on different formations, like 44, etc. 
So I think given like time to kind of coach the team, he can kind of sort that out. Because I think we have players that can. You created a lot anyway. I think we have players that if, yeah. they, if they if they raise their their performances from last season, yeah, yeah, uh, we can compensate from a lack of a pure goal scorer for another season at least. Yeah. Then we can look at Harland in the market because there's no point in signing like a, a Danny Ings or whatever um, as a, as a, as a as a stopgap. Mm. So yeah. what, what, where do you expect Chelsea to finish with this team? At the end of next season, what what are you? <clears throat> what do you want? But let's be real. You just won the Champions League. Transfers is not transfers is not a given. To can I talk about Ben White, please? Bro, we'll get to you. You need a minute. You need a minute. You need a minute on Ben White. I've got. Well, you got one minute. I've got one minute. Signing the best centre back in the Premier League. Hey, for what it's worth, I like Ben White. Boy, 50 billion. I think he's decent. Yeah, he's probably decent. Well, it's British, it's British player tax, isn't it? What listen, do do? if you want to know my thoughts about Arsenal transfer dealings, then you can listen to me on Touchy Gunas um, and you can get my thoughts on uh, Ben White there. Um, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Timmy. Who's this Lokonga? Quickly. Oh, but send me Lokonga. Oh, he's the captain of Adelaide. Bola. He's kind of everything, bro. Bola. Yeah, the Arsenal fan. Harry is the Belgian popper. No, he's, he's definitely not. Belgian Jack. He's been oh, playing box to box, but he's, he's more of a box to box player because uh, of his dribbling. But he's been used as a DM by a company more recently as yeah. a single pivot. But I think him and Partey could have a nice little partnership free up the 10, whether it's Smith or whoever else. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Alright, cool. We'll leave it there. Guys, use the hashtag TouchdownFrackers YouTube. Uh, actually, leave a, uh, leave a review on iTunes, actually. Listen, we get thousands of, get thousands of listens, but there's only like. Five six hundred reviews, so the maths ain't mathing. You need to leave a review on on iTunes, please. Five stars only. Don't be leaving on some dickhead left one one star review on Ringside Records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find his IP address now. Hey, 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 Social Podcast Network.